Today on Network Freaking Marketing Radio, we're going to talk to Special Forces trainer, John Rankin. Are you tired of the old ways of trying to recruit friends and family to your MLM? Tactics just don't work anymore. Have you wanted to quit and say the heck with this? But something still gives you that burning desire to rock this business? All you needed was the way. This is Network Freaking Marketing Radio. John, welcome to the show. How are you doing today, buddy? Doing great. Thanks for having me on the show, Ryan. Yeah, well, you know, we've all kind of, you know, I've talked to the audience out there, and you and I both were play-to-win contestants. And I, the, the, the only word that comes back to me when I did that show and after I've done it is epic and major impact. How would you sum up in two words what it was like? I would say life-changing, eye-opening. Um, there, there was just so much that happened on that show, uh, both internally and externally, meeting great people like yourself, um, seeing the caliber of people that are out there in network marketing, uh, which sometimes our industry gets a bad name, but being able to meet some real high-level pro people that had great stories, great professionalism, um, I, I think all the way around, I hope it's probably the best. Have you ever uh, in your career ever had coaching before like that before with Ray? Oh, no. I've never had any coaching from Ray or Jessica. It's the first time I've met them. Uh, I haven't even been in Rank Makers, but like 60 days. <laughs> what, what, drew, what drew you to Rank Makers originally? Um, nothing. Um, I watched his free his uh, free uh, lives that he does. And I really enjoyed his training. Um, the way that he thinks about social media is the way I think about social media. So I connected with him. And then um, in December, I forget what happened. Something happened. Like I was like, man, I'll just join the rank maker group, see what it's about. And then I got an email like five days later about the show. I was like, oh, wow. I'll give it a try. It's, it's kind of funny how in life, like things happen, you know, for me, you know, I always look for unique outlets to get constant influence to bring material to talk about because, you know, network freaking marketing is literally broad spectrum. We kind of just do training, talk about the industry changes that are happening, crap that happens in your real business. And, you know, I'm a product of Ray's marketing. I mean, he drops probably quite a few dollars and hit you pretty hard on social about join rank makers, join rank makers. And I got to tell you, it's been one of the best decisions I personally made. Uh, not only that, but, you know, then getting to go on the show and stuff like that was pretty epic. Let's back it up a bit here. Yeah. Tell me about your past. What, you know, I said special forces. I know what you've done, but nobody, uh, give me your, you know, your one minute bio on what you've done. And, you know, I appreciate too. You're a veteran, correct? Yeah. I'm a veteran. I mean, Thanks for your service and, you know, the time that you spent keeping thank us you. here in the world. And, man, you know, brother, you know, I can't thank you enough there. And I think there's many people that would just stand and, you know, shake your hand just for that. So give me your little bio, bud. Sure. So um, I served in the Army from 93 to 96. So I, I like to tell people I did serve, but I didn't serve during war. Uh, because to me personally, having served with the military now as a civilian for the last 20 years, I recognize the struggles that my brothers go through 
and it's not the same as when I was in. So I always try to make that really clear. It's not clear to a lot of people the difference, but there's a difference, I promise. Um, and then after I got out, I went to college, became a professional fighter, um, started fighting in the cage at uh, 23 years old, I think. Uh, had 70 professional fights, six titles around the world. And, and then in 2000, I was asked to begin to train a very specialized unit in the military, uh, one of the special forces units. And um, so I did, I started training them. And 20 years later, I'm one of the few people that's left in the military combatives program as a civilian, still actively training the military. Uh, and, I, and I do an assortment of stuff with them, but the primary job is to teach them how to integrate shooting with knife fighting and hand-to-hand -hand fighting. Um, and that's really what we focus on uh, because the strategy in long range when you have a rifle is different than when you have to punch somebody. So we really try to do a comprehensive system of how you go from one weapon to another. And, and that's kind of, you know, what I do. So in a nutshell, you could probably take me out pretty quick, right? I, I probably could take out most people pretty quick. <laughs> so, you know, what's interesting, you know, you got the big dude, you know, when you came on the show, you know, we're all, you know, I think men think a little differently than women when you go and you have, you know, there was what, 24, 25 contestants on this thing. And, you know, we 27, 27, I forget how many. Now we can't say anything about what happened, but it's kind of interesting. There was definitely more, we can say there's more females than males that were participating. That's for sure. But for sure, you know, dude to dudes, it's kind of like, you know, you size each other up and you're like, huh? Cause you know, everybody's playing a different strategy. Cause at the end of the day, it is a game, but what people don't realize is yeah, it's a game, but guess what, man, this is going to test you mentally. Like probably pretty close to some of the stuff you do training wise, if not even harder. Would you agree with that? Uh, uh, so I think that it did test a lot of people. Um, but I have to be honest, uh, there was nobody going to get hurt. There was no like, sleep deprivation or food deprivation. Uh, so I don't think it's the same. <laughs> you know? um, I can't even relate to it. I mean, I don't even, you know, the average human being on, a, on the floor is like, sleep deprivation? What, my kids keep me up to 6 o'clock? That ain't going to happen. <laughs> yeah, no. So I did a school when I was in the military uh, called Ranger School, which I successfully completed. And I think my first week in that school, I got a grand total of three or maybe four hours of sleep. Um, it's just that'll make you. I, I mean, yeah, we were averaging, you know, and, and when I say week, I don't mean seven days. It was like, uh, it's hell week. So it was Monday through Friday. So five days. I was getting about an hour, hour and a half. If I was lucky, I got two hours. A, a day and you know you're also only eating about every other day for the time frame that i went um you know uh and you're walking about 10 or 15 miles a day with a you know a, a rucksack on that weighs you know 60 to 100 pounds depending on what you're carrying um and, and it was kind of funny because i, I never really got stressed because it's it, to me it's very different um <laughs> And I don't have a problem speaking. I don't have a problem with cameras. You know, I don't have a problem with uh, being put uh, in a situation where I have a do or die situation where I have to perform. Mm -hmm. um, that's actually very familiar and comfortable to me. So uh, I, I understood 
the stress of everybody else on the show. Uh, but I didn't have that. That was not an issue for me. And you kept you know, it pretty I'm calm, not cool, collected. You kept it very collected. I got to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm interested to see how they um, uh, how they play out some of that on the show when they edit it. And, oh, they, you know they, they do some of those. <laughs> they can make us say anything they want. You know that as well as I do. <laughs> they can take something for yeah. Minutes to go. <laughs> so I actually, it's funny. I had to do some media training quite some years ago. And so I really took that media training into this. And whenever I was speaking, I tried to, as much as possible, be as short as possible um, so that it would be much harder for them to make me out to be the jackass on the show. Uh, um, they, they can do whatever so, they want. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, might be still the jackass. <laughs> I definitely yeah. could be the jackass. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's uh, well, part of the if, game. If I made it hard for them, it was worth it, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let me ask this. Is this now you, how long have you been in network marketing? Uh, I just hit three years in January. Okay. Now is this the company you're with the first company you ever did? No. Um, so I've been in three companies. Uh, okay. my first two companies, um, my first company owes me almost $10,000. They stopped oh. in the field. So after a couple of months of not getting paid, I left. Um, Thought I was done with network marketing because I was like, that's, that's bullshit. I'm never doing that again. Mm -hmm. um, and then one of my special forces buddy was very successful in network marketing, um, like ultra successful. He said, give it another chance. Come work with me. You know, they have your DNA. You'll be with me. I'll take care of you. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, let me think about it. Let me go meet the guys, etc." So I did. and. Um, I decided to make the jump and then that company decided to make a transition, um, to, um, uh, product base and that wasn't my job. So yeah. I made a decision in December of 2019 to leave that company and start in a new company. Um, so when I applied for, play to win i've been in the company for 30 days <laughs> so, oh wow okay so you've been uh, yeah. in the company now for 30 days how many people have you recruited into your company in the first 30 days in the first 30 days i did 24 people that's really good i mean coming out of the gate you know what you got to do i mean you guys have a unique product um do you you know do you feel that network marketing is going to be your catalyst to be your long-term uh income goal over the next I do. Year, year, um, year I feel that. Yeah, I, I feel that for several reasons. Um, you know, when you look across the market, um, I don't know anywhere else that you can go in the world uh, and make a six-figure income not having been educated to do that. So we're not talking about doctors, lawyers, you know, those kind of things. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter if you are a white balding male like me, or if you're a 20 year old single mom, right? Like it doesn't matter. Um, and I think that that's really powerful. And when you look across our country, even as well as it's doing right now, um, where else do you get those kind of opportunities, even if you don't make it? You, you know, and we say it all the time, 
there's not many places, you know, I own multiple companies and, you know, the average franchise to start up today is about $125,000. If you're doing other types of companies, it's usually between 50 and 75 grand to get started. What so many people forget is you can get into network marketing for less than literally like a hundred bucks on most companies. And, you know, and then everybody, you know, I kind of laugh, like most network marketing companies have a VIG that I call it. You got to buy something every month to maintain your level. That's what it costs to be in business, 100, 150 bucks a month. The opportunity, I mean, there's a reason why network marketing has created more millionaires and employs more people than any other business opportunity out there in America, you know? It's, uh, you know, because it's, it's amazing to see, especially when on the show to see the different caliber of people from different walks of life and what they do. Because we had 27 totally different personalities on that show. Yep. And we really did. Some yeah. really fascinating people. Oh, the stories. I mean, the stories that are going to come out are so inspiring. And yeah. to be able to be impacted with that, but to really see the level that Jay, uh, Ray, Ray and Jess play on, it's, it really kind of makes you think in your business, okay, you know, off camera, you and I were talking about why aren't we, I'm not making a hundred grand yet in this, in this industry. I, I believe you're not either. And it kind of, you, you know, we both sit there and think, we see all these people around us doing it. I mean, you have them in your company. The, the young lady down the street has them in her company. What do you think the difference is between the people that are making the big money? What are they doing different than you and I aren't? Yeah, so I think Jessica was really pointed in digging that into my psyche, you know, um, because I can recruit, I can train, I can build teams, I can do all that. So why, why aren't I making that kind of money? Uh, aren't, why aren't we making that kind of money? And when I take a really good look at it, I, I think, I think it really goes down to what you and I were talking about earlier uh, when we were on the show is based on my life experience and disconnected emotionally. And I haven't really connected with people in a way to bring out their best and to drive them in such a way, um, that they make life changes Mm -hmm. and and for for me that was the biggest struggle of being on the show was to become vulnerable enough to start to dig into my own junk and share that that was that was that was a struggle for me um sorry somebody just called in i thought i uh cut them off but um so you know uh i think that that's definitely part of it i think that some of it also is that I was in two companies that um, I couldn't control what they did. And one of them took an unethical route and didn't pay the field. The other just made an executive business decision that I don't disagree with. It just wasn't for me. Yeah, um, you, you have so to some, find your home. You have to find the home or where you fit. And, you know, for me on the show, uh, it was a lot like you is, we, we can know so much information. We can be so smart up here, but sometimes we forget to execute the right way. Yeah. 
and it can be tough to to it, you see it across the board if you go to conventions all the time when people get vulnerable things change and and that's the biggest takeaway you know that I want to tell people you know with this interview is if you would just sit down and really keep asking yourself why 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 and drill down to an infinite thing why are you doing this how come you're doing it it can help somebody grow immensely very quickly do you think so oh i think so um uh, that's one of the things i really loved about the show was the the forced introspection throughout the week like you really had to evaluate why am i here why have i not gotten to where i wanted to be and why do i want to get there um and that was really valuable for me. You know, you know, going into the show, I always thought the name was kind of weird, Playing to Win. And if you go through it, you totally understand the name, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. funny. It, it, it's, it's not just a network marketing. It's like, guys, wake the fuck up in life and, like, play life to win. Play on a level that is above right. everyone else. Now, you're not better than anyone else, but you're playing the game better than anyone else because you're going to succeed way farther than the guy next to you, you know? It, yeah, you know, and that's interesting that you bring that up. I want to point that out. So we were competing against each other. But I never got the sense from anybody in the room that they were anything other than a teammate there to help you succeed. Um, yeah, and that was very different dynamic. Yeah, because, you know, when this show rolls out, it's going to be, you know, you're in there. It's, it's a solo contest at the end of the day. But I agree with you 100%. Not at one time. I think if someone had really fallen on their back, everybody was there to pick them up. Because there was yeah. emotional times. I mean, there was some stuff to where, wow. And I mean, that's all I'm going to say is wow, you know, it, across the board. Even for me, I mean, it was, it, it's, yep. it's going to be good TV. I want to tell you that much, you know, and it's real. That's the thing. This show was 100% unscripted. I mean, the producers yeah. have their ideas where they want things to go, but there was no, oh, let's retake this or retake that. You know, it, it was like, and there were even times when the the producers were like, that wasn't in the script, let, but that was really good. Let's let that thing play. You know, so there was even places where they were unscripted, you know? You know, I was doing some backstory research on Steve Carlos, who's uh, one of the, and Hank, who are the executive producers of that show. Steve Carlos is actually an Emmy Award winning producer. I didn't know if you were aware of that or not. I had no clue. It was in some different. And listen, man, I didn't know nobody going into that. <laughs> like I barely knew. I mean, only because I watched his Facebook lives did I know who Ray was. I mean, now you you know now it's like, and he's the most down to earth dude there is. I mean, he's just normal. All right, so let's yeah, he, he's very down. All right, let's. Uh, we're gonna wrap this up because we're coming up in 19 minutes. We go a little longer usually. It always happens when we do interviews because it's fun. Rapid fire questions coming at you. Okay, so just hit them sure. back as quick as you can. Beer or wine? Beer. Baseball or football? Football. Guys or girls? Girls. <laughs> just, just messing with you, brother. <laughs> it's like, uh, 
That's the whole point of a rapid fire cut. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, credit card or cash? Cash. Okay. Truck or auto, uh, car? Car. Okay. And the last one is, what was the last one I had? I totally had another one in there that was going to be funny. And I just, it totally blanked me out. <laughs> but, you know, I just want to tell you, thanks so much for coming on the show. And uh, we both have, everybody that has done the show has got a bond now that is really tight. And Yeah, for sure. If you could just wrap up, you know, your total feeling, the complete experience for me, that, you know, we'll, we'll end on that note. And if something you want cool. to tell people out there, you know, we're all about inspiring people. So give me something to inspire some of the listeners out there. Yeah, I think the biggest thing from the show that we all learned was it doesn't matter who you are or where you've come from, you can succeed. And we saw it. We saw it firsthand. Um, I mean, we, I saw some of the most incredible stuff that I never thought I would hear, you know. So it doesn't matter if you've been in jail or you've been abandoned or you're a millionaire already, you can come into this industry and be successful. And I really drew that from the show. And overall, team, that's like, even though um, we were all individuals, I really felt a sense of team and uh, camaraderie amongst the people. And it was just, it was just all around an amazing experience. It is. And, it, you know, the, the power, you know, we can talk about, we, we, we came up with some, some of the challenges raised a considerable amount of money uh, for a lot of people. And yeah. it's amazing how quick things can happen when you just decide to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, get off your ass and just do it. Exactly. You know, I talk about all the time, pick up the phone, hit it on social media. Belly to belly. It's a culmination of everything in this industry to make it rock. And, yep. you know, brother, I really appreciate you taking 20 minutes out of your day. I wish you all the success, and we'll be talking more further because we got some stuff cooking. And uh, thanks for coming on the show, and uh, we'll appreciate it. Hey, guys, it's Ryan here, and I want to thank you for listening to Network Freaking Marketing Radio. If you like what we're doing, head over to iTunes and give us a like. Also, if you'd like to get our five-day master pack, head over to networkfreakingmarketing.com.